Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1073, Getting Less Done in a Day, and Back-to-Back Meetings, Productivity Insanity, both by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. And I am Dan, I'm your host here, narrating these blog posts to you every single day. And today I've got a double header for you, a couple of shorter posts from Julie, so let's get to it and optimize your life. Getting Less Done in a Day by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com Are you getting less done in a day than you used to? Do the days when you could speed through your to-do list, checking off one task after another, seem like a distant dream? I've lost count of the number of clients over the past few months who have told me that they used to be able to put 14 things on their to-do list and knock them all out. Now they put 14 things on their list, but they're lucky if they get through eight of them they end up feeling frustrated, disappointed, and like they're failing themselves. 1. The Hidden Culprit What is causing this phenomenon? My theory is that you're only getting to a portion of your to-do list every day, not because you're doing less, but because in addition to your daily tasks, there is a whole lot of additional invisible work you are doing every day that you are not factoring into your plans. The last three years have been incredibly trying and disruptive with so much that we've had to grapple with. Yet we've never stopped to actually process any one of these changes. We just keep moving forward. What that means is that under the surface, there's so much going on. We are processing on an emotional level, sorting through disappointments, fears, worries, and frustrations, as well as a huge logistical load. Mechanically, the world is still not working as smoothly as it used to. Simple things like making a dental appointment or processing a return for an online order take much longer now, with endless time on hold. Unfortunately, we're still applying old principles of productivity to a completely new world. We are not accounting for what's happening under the surface, the emotional and logistical load that is actually taking up extra time every single day. So what do we do about it? I say we recognize and embrace this new phase. Here are three concrete adjustments you can make to end every day with a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction. Two, shrink your to-do list. First, put less on your to-do list every day. Stop trying to jam in 14 tasks every day because that's just setting yourself up to fail. Instead, put fewer items on your to-do list and be more selective. If you can only get nine things done in a day, put nine on your to-do list. Pair your to-do list down to the critical essentials and complete those, since that's all that's going to get done anyway. When we get what is most important done, we end the day feeling much more accomplished. 3. 
give yourself space and grace. Stop pressuring yourself to be some sort of superhero, living in denial of the current energy limitations. Acknowledge where we are and give yourself the grace and space for renewal and self-care. Build in breaks throughout the day. Be thoughtful about how you're spending your non-work time. Take walks, listen to music, pick up the harmonica, connect with loved ones. Microdoses, five to 20 minutes of self-care at a regular cadence throughout each day can be transformative. Consciously make adjustments to the ratio between energy out and energy back in during this phase of change and recovery. And four, redefine a successful day. Finally, consider a mindset shift in which you redefine what it means to have a successful day. Transform the voice in your head that says a day is only successful if everything on your to-do list gets done. Instead, define a successful day as, I got the most important impactful things done, and I also took care of myself, and I checked in with the people I love and care about. Declare a day a true success if you have appropriately rebalanced yourself to feel grounded, nurtured, and accomplished in this new, unique, and evolving world. Instead of expecting our old reality to be our measuring stick, let's recognize all the invisible intellectual, emotional, and logistical load that has been added to our plates and give ourselves credit where credit is due. Adapting our expectations, giving ourselves grace, and improving our definition of success will fortify us to go the distance and feel more balanced and fulfilled along the way. Back-to-Back Meetings Productivity Insanity by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. Let's talk about the global challenge of back-to-back meetings. In many, dare I say most, companies, back-to-back meetings have become part of the time culture. The last three years of remote work have exacerbated the problem exponentially. How does anyone get any work done? What is the impact on productivity? One recent workshop attendee described it best. Being in meetings literally one right after the other leaves her no time to think. Bleary-eyed from being on the screen and so wound up by the end of the day, she can barely fall asleep at night. Microsoft did a fascinating study of the impact of back-to-back meetings on our brains. It's not pretty. Ironically, back-to-back meetings leave absolutely no time for the prep and follow-up associated with those very meetings. So workers need to use their evenings and weekends to get any work done. That is why I call this time culture phenomenon productivity insanity. But she, like the rest of the participants in the session, feels powerless to do anything about it because the company culture suggests it's a badge of honor to always be invited and present at meetings. What can anyone do if they're not in the C-suite to take back control of time? We don't have as much control as we'd like, but we actually have more control than we think. Here are some steps you can take to tame the meeting madness and create some much-needed breathing space in your calendar. 1. Speak up. If you are suffering from back-to-back meetings, I can assure you, so is everybody else. But everyone's afraid to speak up, so it turns into a little bit of the emperor has no clothes situation, where you can see the problem, but no one wants to be the first person to say anything. Simply acknowledging that everyone is stressed by the back-to-back meetings may give you the little bit of courage needed to start taking control where you can. 2. Start with small wins. Start small. Identify one or two meetings where you have a friendly meeting planner who's really committed to productivity and effectiveness. Reach out, not in the meeting, but separately. Say something like, we have this weekly four-hour meeting and we have so much to cover. 
I've noticed it's very hard for people to sustain their attention, so folks end up distracted on their phones or standing up and leaving the room for a few minutes. Perhaps we could make a little adjustment to keep us focused. What if we break the meeting up into 50-minute cycles? 50 minutes of meeting, 10-minute break, 50 minutes of meeting, 10-minute break. A small but concrete suggestion like this with a productivity ally could solve this problem for at least one or two of your regular meetings a week. And three, build in buffers. Look at the rest of your meetings and see if you can shorten meeting length times to build in buffers. We've all gotten into the habit of automatically calling meetings on the hour or half hour, 30, 60, 90 minutes. But of course, that leaves no transition time between meetings. Propose 20, 40, or 80 minute meetings to build in buffers. Those reduced times tend to make for more focused meetings, inspiring meeting planners and attendees to clearly define the goal of each meeting and come in prepared. Speak up on a case-by-case basis to meetings you are invited to and plan yours so that everyone has some space and time in between. Shifting the time culture of back-to-back meetings isn't a quick fix or a one-and-done conversation. No matter where you are in your organization, you can become a time leader by starting with conversations. With practice, a little courage, and some small wins, you will create some much-needed breathing space for yourself and everyone in the company. You just listened to the posts titled Getting Less Done in a Day and Back-to-Back Meetings, Productivity Insanity, both by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And as always, we really appreciate Julie Morgenstern, who is an organizing and productivity consultant, New York Times bestselling author and speaker. For over 25 years, Julie's been teaching people all around the world and at all stages of life how to overcome disorganization to achieve their goals. She's the inventor of the inside-out approach to organization and the brain behind their services. And she has a bunch of great articles and so much more that you can check out on her website, which again is juliemorgenstern.com. And a huge thank you to Julie for letting us share her work. But that's gonna wrap up this Friday edition of Optimal Work Daily. I thank you so much for being here with me. And I'll be back again here with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.